0: Welcome to the Passive Mobile Home Park Investing Podcast with your host, Andrew Keel. This is the podcast where you can get the education you need to invest 100% passively in the highly profitable niche of mobile home parks. Welcome to the Passive Mobile Home Park Investing Podcast. This is your host, Andrew Keel. And today, we are going to dive in to the 20 things I learned after walking through the Manufactured Housing Institute's 2019 Land Lease Community of the Year, Memphis Blues. But before we dive in, I want to ask you a real quick favor. Would you mind taking an extra 30 seconds and heading over to iTunes to rate this podcast with five stars? This helps us get more listeners, and it means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for making my day with that review of the show. All right, let's dive in. Memphis Blues, formerly called Memphis Mobile City, is a gorgeous all-rental home community located in Memphis, Tennessee, and it is currently owned by UMH Properties, which is a mobile home park REIT. The community went through a complete overhaul, completely shutting down for six years after flooding in 2011. Online, I found reviews of Memphis Mobile City stating that the property had severe flooding issues due to buried storm drains and stormwater runoff from the new improvements made to U.S. Route 51 that borders the front of the park. Uh, UMH came in and rebuilt the community on higher ground and then redesigned the old community into a new type of mobile home community. Every home in the community was brand new when this park was reopened in 2017. The community features two- and three-bedroom homes, all of which have two bathrooms, and the homes come in a variety of different styles. The gated neighborhood offers a variety of amenities, such as a community center, basketball court, patio and deck area, playground a pavilion, dog park, community bike sharing, and a business center. The community itself isn't really located in the most sought-after of areas and is more of an industrial area, I would say, compared to a residential area. Uh, But the community definitely pops when you drive by due to the signage, fencing, and landscaping. UMH has two more phases of expansion planned to Memphis Blues uh, as of this recording in August of 2021, and they are sparing no expense in the process. We're talking brand new roads, new streetlights, curbs, gutters, and paved driveways, you know, all make this community look uh, more like a suburban neighborhood instead of a mobile home park. My question to you would be, you know, could this be the new solution for the deficit in entry-level housing we have currently in the U.S.? Uh, I sure hope so. All right, here are the 20 things that I picked up. Uh, Number one, the community was very secure. The new privacy gate and keypad made it feel exclusive but also very safe. Number two, the community's signage was top-notch. You could tell that they spared no expense to create a uniform look across the property and the entry level or the entry signage uh, was very similar and had the same branding as the no soliciting signage uh, on the light poles. Number three, the leasing office slash community room was nothing short of amazing. It was a brand new double or triple wide manufactured home with a gorgeous back patio area. This made the community very inviting right when you come in because this is where the road really takes you is right into the parking lot when you pull in of the leasing uh, facility. Number four, with it being a full rental home community, uh, the rental rates of $750 to just around $1,000 a month seemed very reasonable and affordable to me. Uh, Plus, they required only one month's security deposit. Uh, So overall, the costs were low for the value you were receiving, in my opinion. Number five, you could tell that community engagement was very important for UMH and the management uh, of Memphis Blues. On the day I was there, there was an event happening on the back patio of the leasing office, uh, and it was complete with an inflatable bounce house for the kids and enough food for everyone. So you you could tell that they were having fun and there was a lot of people there enjoying themselves. Number six, the leasing office had marketing flyers everywhere uh, through you know, that whole room uh, that you walk into at first. What was interesting to me is that the marketing flyers spoke mostly about the area you know, surrounding the community uh, in the write-up versus the community amenities or the home features, which you know, basically sold themselves. Number seven, the landscaping was very well done throughout, even at street crossings in the middle of the the park, you know, around street signs and things like that. uh, This helped the community truly pop when you drive through. Number eight, there were brand new CBU mailboxes or cluster box units. Uh, that had an aluminum roof over the top of them. The roof was the extra effort, you know, taking into account the weather conditions and snow and rain uh, and allowing the residents to get their mail, you know, no matter what, uh, in a comfortable manner. Uh, Also, in this little area, there was a bulletin board and you know, there was events on the bulletin board and things going on uh, that month in the area. So that was a nice touch to engage the the residents in the community. Number nine, all homes in the community come with a lockable storage shed. This was a huge deal for me that I, I picked up on and got an aha out of uh, because it creates a win-win, right? The community will remain clean and, and the residents will also have a safe place to keep their stuff secure. Number 10, the community offers beach cruiser bikes available for all residents to use uh, on the bike rack near the leasing office. You know, something relatively inexpensive like this offers such a cool benefit to the residents and it helps the the community stick out and be different from the, the local apartments and so forth. Number 11, the community offers absolutely top-notch amenities. I know we touched on them a little bit earlier, but, you know, we're, the patio had a nice fire pit, playground. Uh, there's a half-court basketball court, dog park, pavilion, and business center with computers available for use. Uh, surrounding apartments just really can't compete with this community because the community offers the same, if not better, amenities Uh and the residents don't have to share walls with their neighbors like they would in that uh, apartment or multifamily facility. Number twelve, the community offers an on-site courtesy officer, uh, and the community is branded around first responders and offers a discount for military, police, and firefighters, making it an even safer place for the residents to live. When your neighbor could possibly be a police officer or you know first responder. Number thirteen. Pets must be pre-approved and go under a mandatory visual inspection, ensuring it is under 10 pounds and not aggressive prior to move in. I thought that was great. There was a pet fee of about $25 a month, but I thought it was that extra step to do the visual inspection that just secured the, you know, it made sure that the community was safe. Number fourteen in the marketing pieces, the community called their rentable units simply homes. You know, trying to make this community feel and look as much as possible like an actual neighborhood of single-family homes. Uh, as the build-to-rent model gains steam, this could be the new face of entry-level housing. Number fifteen. The community only had one home available for rent when I was there, and this home was listed on Zillow under the apartment rental section. So this showed me that the apartments nearby are the clear competition to this model. Number 16, in that for rent posting on Zillow, all of the ph- all of the photography was professionally done with beautiful filters and absolutely amazing lighting. So I thought that was a nice touch to really make this this community and make these homes stick out. Uh, also, one thing I noticed in the for rent photos uh, was that the photos were of a brand new manufactured home that had been staged. And staging was the key piece there because this was helping the community attract top quality residents away from apartments and other uh, you know, multifamily. Also, the leasing office was staged and looked Uh, impeccable it was it was absolutely beautiful and they had uh you know sales marketing material flyers and things like that uh, strategically placed throughout the leasing office uh, which made it easy to walk out with something in your hands Uh, number 18 on the memphis blues facebook page the on-site manager engages in dialogue with the residents almost daily And one thing I saw on the Facebook page was that they award a Yard of the Month to the best-kept yard, which allows uh, the residents to earn a $200 rent credit. So I thought that was a really cool step to ensure that the community remains well-kept. Number 19. The online presence for this community was stellar. Uh, the community was easy to find and documented really well with videos and photos, and the contact information was front and center. Uh, the reviews were highlighted on the website, and I thought that was something that was a, a, an aha moment for me. Uh, the Google reviews and then other reviews were right there on the website, easy to see. Uh, one big takeaway was that video. It was really well done and, and starts playing right away when you land on the, the Memphis Blues website. Uh, it was just very inviting and gave people an idea of what it's like to live in the community uh, when you, when watching that. All right the last one number 20 the people were the most important part you know the leasing manager was super nice and welcoming and this made a really good first first impression on me. Uh, the team also boasted uh, about the 24 hour maintenance repair policy and the full-time maintenance staff so Uh, As nice as the property was, my interaction with the people is what impacted me the most and, and stayed with me after I left. Overall, Memphis Blues was an absolutely beautiful manufactured housing community. It makes my heart happy knowing that this kind of money is being spent into our industry and that the stigma of trailer park living is on its way out. A few important factors resonated with me from this inspection. Number one, creating a sense of community and gathering was important to UMH in their design of this community. And after looking into this and doing some independent research, you know, I realized and and discovered that this directly correlates to resident retention, which is really valuable. Uh, Number two, ensuring the residents feel safe was also very important to UMH. Uh, When people feel safe in a community, Uh, I discovered that they develop a sense of belonging and loyalty to that community, which, again, helps with retention purposes. Uh, Number three, you know, this story ultimately has a happy ending, right? You know, UMH came in and saved the day and is now adding to the quality supply of affordable housing available in Memphis. This community could have easily been shut down for good. But UMH came in and saved the day. And I think this is an inverse of some of the recent uh, mobile home park uh, write-ups and and press that it's been getting. So uh, I just thought it was a really cool story. Uh, Anyways, that is it for today. I hope you picked up a few things from this episode. Please subscribe to get dialed in for future episodes. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Would you like to see Mobile Home Park value-add projects in progress? If so, follow us on Instagram at Investing for photos and awesome videos from our recent Mobile Home Park acquisitions. Once again, that's at Investing on Instagram. See you there.